NFC North. Oh, boy. That's right. Let's give you some predictions about mm-hmm. the Packers, the Bears, the Bears, the Vikings, and the Lions. Roar. Let's get straight to it. Welcome to the Fantasyland Football Podcast. All righty then. What up, what up, what up, baby? Okay. It is a Wednesday, August 11th. It is Wednesday, my dude. I am Zach, and that is Badaki. Hello. A.K.A. Badek. Badek like cake. Or Badaki Contreras. Daniel Steven Koku Badaki Contreras. You know you what that reminds me of now? Have you seen Spy Kids? Carmen Anita. Have you seen that? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Classic. Spy Kids was like the best movie I was a kid. And now you look at it and you're like, wow, what? animation has come so far. I cannot believe this used to be really cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's so um, true. It's hey, Hard Knocks. Mm. Tonight, well, technically, we're it's here. A, it's I mean, out. everything's happening now. Hard knocks, hard knocks is out. Well, I mean, we haven't actually seen the first episode because it's pretty much releasing right now. But we wanted to record this this podcast for you. Mm-hmm. What are you expecting from Hard Knocks? I mean, Dak Prescott's not going to be in full action, but what are we expecting to see? Well, I'm assuming this happened a couple days ago, like a couple weeks before he actually got injured. So I'm assuming we're going to see him on the field throwing. Yeah, yeah. You definitely. know, uh, obviously him coming back. I think the, the focus is going to be a lot on this defense and how he was injured as well. Mm-hmm. So I'm interested to see. Um, how what's about happen. Mike McCarthy, though? I mean, this is a guy who a lot of people have said is not really qualified with all due respect to be the Dallas Cowboys head coach. Like, yeah, I know he's won a Super Bowl, but a lot of people have said, well, Aaron Rodgers is the reason he won that Super Bowl. And what yeah. has he really done mm-hmm. as a head coach outside of that? I mean, here we are, two guys on a podcast shitting on a Super Bowl head coach. But <laughs> that, will, that will be interesting to follow Mike McCarthy, that yeah. storyline. I want to see what he's like in a locker room. Yeah, absolutely. Same. I want to see... I mean, hopefully we're going to get a glimpse of that. But, um, you know, coming out of Green Bay, there was a lot of turmoil with Mike McCarthy and Aaron Rodgers and that whole Mm -hmm. crew. So him in a new, you know, team should be very interesting. Yeah. What do you think of him last year? I mean, it's hard to judge him based off of what happened to the Cowboys last year. But was there any trends that you noticed or... I don't know, any leadership that excited you about Mike McCarthy? I want to be, like, respectfully fair. No, that's right. I I think looking back at it, I liked his approach. This was a team that was very well organized and managed. You know, the Dallas Cowboys, they had their franchise quarterback. You know, their offensive line was good. Their running backs and the wide receivers, their weapons all around. But the defense was the downfall. So he came into the offense was like, you know, this is your offense. You're teaching me. But the Mm -hmm. defense is something that he had to – yeah, he, and then he said, this is your defense. You are teaching me. And then they all looked at each other and said, oh, uh, well. Uh, what? So that's why we're the, we're the so. worst defense in the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were the coach, but okay. Um, no, nah, it's, it's going to be fun to watch. I mean, as a Washington fan and you're a Giants fan, mm-hmm. we all pretty much rally around disliking the Cowboys. But that doesn't mean we can't respect them and we can't respect you if you're a Cowboys fan. Mm-hmm. Okay, guys, follower leagues. I know we keep plugging this, but we want to let you know we are not doing any more follower leagues once these ones get filled. Dynasty, we have five spots left. I believe Redraft, we have six or seven spots left. Correct, correct. Once these are full, that's it. 
there's no more joining. So if you're on the fence and you're thinking about getting to be a part of one of these, now is the time to join, to sign up. How do they uh, join to be a part of these leagues, Badaki? Really simple. Patreon.com slash FantasylandFam. There's three options. Redraft, Dynasty, and Best of Both Worlds. Select the tier. Make sure you sign up. And then once you sign up, we get a notification and we send all the information out to you. We have you join the league. We send you the link to, to join the league. We send you um, a, a, a friend request on Discord and making getting you all set up there so you can get the fantasy hotline, the bonus episode, the rankings, everything and more that you get when you unlock all the exclusive stuff on Patreon. So once again, patreon.com slash fantasylandfam. It's really simple, really easy. Check that out. And yep. uh, we're excited. The countdown is real, man. 30 days yes, technically right sir. now. I know. I'm excited to do some more drafts with the uh, with the community. Mm-hmm. All right, people. Sign up. Don't miss out on that last opportunity these next couple weeks for you to sign up. First come, first serve. Let's get to some news. What is going on here? Rashad Bateman. Mm-hmm. who is supposed to be the hope of the Ravens passing game, now has an injury to his leg. It's a soft tissue injury. Apparently, they are undergoing tests, yeah. but he was able to walk off the field, and there is no structural damage. Yes. Does this worry you about Rashad Bateman in a redraft league? Look, at the moment, I'm not going to worry until I get that MRI back to know exactly what happened um, to understand, you know, if he is going to miss some time, is he going to miss some time during the playoffs? I was really hoping we we're going to see him in, so not playoffs, in preseason, sorry. Preseason, yeah. Um, I was hoping we'd see him in preseason um, just to see how he can get acclimated to this offense and what this offense is kind of going to look like. But um at the moment, I'm yeah. not worried until that MRI comes back. And if there is some damage, then skyrocket for JK, skyrocket for Gus Edwards, because I think that's going to take him back to to Or the even drawing Mark board. Andrews, Sammy yeah. Watkins, maybe. I, I don't know. I just think, maybe. Of, I think of the drawing board and, like, if yeah. he's injured and he was the key to really open How up this offense. How do you get offense, this offense going? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So stick with what you know. That's the run game. No timeline yet. If you're curious, well, how long? We don't know yet. We'll probably find that out. Mm-hmm. In the next couple hours after we record this podcast, Amari Cooper is off the pup list, not the pub list, mm-hmm. the pup. as Badaki likes to say sometimes. <laughs> uh, he's off the pup list. That, that's great news for a guy at Amari Cooper who we really, really love in fantasy this year. Yeah, I think this is a great, great opportunity. I mean, I have a couple stocks in Amari Cooper um, coming into this year. Uh, him and Dak Prescott was actually seen on the field working in one-on-one drills, throwing the ball, you know, Dak was seen throwing the ball. Amari obviously catching the ball. So I think that's good starting starting off slowly, you know? Yes. Getting these guys back onto the field, acclimated, getting that connection because he Amari, this is the first time he was practicing with Dak. So um it's yeah. good. It's good to see them back. Yes, it is good to see them back. And man, it's just frustrating how there are small little injuries popping up all around the league. You're like, mm-hmm. can all these just go away? Can we go on Madden and turn injuries off? Can we Yo, turn that slider all the way down, please? Mm-hmm. That's another thing we're actually going to find out on Hard Knocks. You know, the Amari Cooper starting off on the pup list, and we're probably going to know a little bit more information of why he was on there, how he's feeling. Yeah. Um. So that's going to be interesting. Um. Yeah. Drew Luck and Teddy B. It's uh, actually Drew Luck. You always say Luck. Luck and Teddy B. As always, I'm terrible at names, so please forgive me. Will play Stable. more than Rippin. The third string quarterback. I'm assuming this is preseason game. 
which yeah. is could be interesting because that means they're really they really don't know who yeah, the I mean, starting quarterback is. Typically, teams are approaching preseason games and allowing third, fourth string quarterbacks to kind of show, do you have anything? Mm-hmm. The Broncos are saying, we have no idea who the hell our starting quarterback is. So we're going to use this time <laughs> to actually kind of figure that out. You know, they're like, yeah, Drew Locke, yeah. Teddy Bridgewater, you're both going to get a fair chance. And even in the first preseason game, it looks like they're going to get more work than their third string quarterback. That's not common. So it will be interesting to see. Maybe that is one of the most exciting games to watch because you'll actually see a quarterback battle between Drew Locke and Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah. These, these preseason games. Maybe that Broncos game is one to actually be looking out for. Yeah, and I think it's going to be hard as well because I wonder, I hope that both of these teams or these guys are coming in with, you know, the same amount of talent. Like if Drew Locke mm. is starting with the first team and Teddy starting with the second team, I think that's a bit unfair. Uh, yeah. You know, it has to be an even an even all around board, I think, for these guys. But maybe once again, there's no excuses. You know, that's probably no. in the head coach's mind. There's no excuses. Whoever you get, you get, you know, you got to play ball now. Yeah. You're in the NFL. There's no excuses. Mm-hmm. There's no excuses for Jalen Hurts either. And I will refrain from any sort of uh, <laughs> bashing. OK. Yeah. Uh, and this isn't a bad report, but it's, it's been reported. Well, maybe. <laughs> it's been reported that he's been targeting the tight ends, specifically Dallas Goddard and Zach Ertz, heavily in camp. Now, this is either really good because, hey, he just has a great connection with Goddard and Ertz, or it's potentially very bad because he's looking for the dump offs. He's looking for the easy passes. He's looking for, you know, those easy tight end routes to kind of let them go in space, which is kind of the progression you were hoping to see the opposite way. You know, him allowing routes to uh, form from the wide receivers. So how do you feel about this? I mean, yeah. maybe there's maybe there's more value in Zach Ertz than we believed. Yeah, and I think that's why I see I also believe that, you know, Devonta Smith is still dealing with that injury. I don't know if yeah. he's actually on the field practicing. So that's probably another, so, yeah. another result of why he's targeting these tight ends heavily. But, you know, a two tight end set. Could be something the Eagles can do, could do yeah. coming into this season. Let's not forget Zachary is talented. He just he's older. Dallas Goddard is talented. He's younger than Zachary. So maybe these guys can kind of work together. Maybe Zachary actually does stay on this team. Well, get- that's the thing. The likelihood of Zach Ertz actually being traded now feels it feels, feels like it's not happening. Yeah. Doesn't feel like it's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. Maybe. This hurts Dallas Goddard and Zach Ertz because they're both going to be there. You know, you you expect Dallas Goddard to get all this work. Mm-hmm. What if Zach Ertz is there still, guys? I mean, it could. It might be worth taking. You know, second to late round draft pick with him in a, in a redraft PPR league, just to see what happens. And I'm talking about Zach Ertz specifically. Yeah. Um, just to see what happens because if he is getting targeted, if Dallas Goddard goes down and gets hurt, and Zach Ertz is that guy. It could be interesting. It could be interesting. Yeah. All right. Last bit of news, and it's another tight end. It's Hunter Henry. Oh, boy. He is day-to-day with his shoulder. He's apparently in a, sh- a shoulder injury there. But mm-hmm. the recovery is reported to be more week-to-week than day-to-day. So I think that's a really cryptic way to say he's going to be out a couple weeks. <laughs> exactly. I guess they don't want to startle um, the fantasy community specifically. Thanks, uh, Bill, there. But um, 
I mean, if he does come back onto the field, we know Hunter Henry loves to get injured every single time, every year. Um, I don't think he loves to get injured. <laughs> he's always injured, though. His Let's favorite thing, getting injured. Oh, yeah. He, he wakes up every day. It's, it's a good day to like not play football, but still get paid a lot of money. It's a good day to ruin a career, you know. <laughs> That's that's just not okay from you, Badaki. That's just not okay. Sorry, Hunter. Uh, but yeah, he'd be all right. <laughs> He's expected to be back before the start of season. So, you know, maybe he does become a value because you can get him mm. way later than you could already get him now. But yeah. it's it's hard to say what's going to happen with Hunter Henry yeah. uh, if this injury continues to hurt him. All right, we're going to get into the NFC North predictions. But first, we want to tell you about RSA. Come on. If you've been listening to the podcast for more than one week, you know they are one of our partners this year, Rochester Sports Autographs. These guys have all the signed jerseys, signed helmets, footballs, memorabilia, anything you want your hands on, signed, authentic swag. Our boys at RSA Mm -hmm. got you, okay? They have got to be your go-to for anything sports memorabilia. Let me ask you, Badaki, do you love football? I mean, come on. Yeah, well, I mean, we're a fantasy football I'm, podcast. Exactly. Do you love discounts, though? Bro, I mean, we got a lot of discounts. I know, we got discounts, uh, but we are going to hook you up with RSA, okay? So go to solo.to slash fantasylandfootball, mm-hmm. click on the RSA tab, and then at checkout, you can use our code, which is FL15 for 15% off your order, Okay. So again, I mean, they got Devontae Adams signed jerseys. They got Tyreek Hill, OBJ. Mm-hmm. I mean, what do you want? They got it. Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes. What you want? They got some oldies there you. too. They got they got everything. Jerry Rice, I'm pretty sure. Joe Michael Montana. Vick. Yeah, bro. They got some good stuff there. Check it out. Once again, not just football, but all sports. That's right. Again, FL15 at checkout for 15% off. All right, let's talk about the NFC north mm-hmm. okay we're gonna give a little bit of predictions here a lot of people have been enjoying these podcasts i've been enjoying them because it seems as if we can just talk about football very nonchalantly and and yeah. you know mm-hmm. we in like a, to in do a that. general sense yeah. rather than focusing on on fantasy excuse me as much but we, we, we will still talk about fantasy okay so last year the packers won the division then the bears still made the playoffs at eight and eight and then it was the vikings at seven and nine, the Lions at five and eleven. Now the Packers this year, obviously, what an insane offseason, right? Yeah, bunch of bunch of drama the Roller entire offseason. Mm-hmm. I think everyone thought Aaron Rodgers was completely done in Green Bay, yeah. and then in one day it all switched. Now bunch of turmoil that can either bring a team together or it can tear them apart. What do you have this team predicted to go this year? Uh, I have them going fourteen and three this year. Okay, I'm 13 and four, so we're 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 quite similar there. Yeah, I think there's definitely. I think every game they can win, even yeah. the competitive games. Obviously, you know, they have they're playing the Rams, the Chiefs. Uh, I can see them maybe losing to the Seahawks or um, maybe losing one of those divisional games. But I actually have them losing to the sorry the Rams, the Seahawks. Sorry, the Rams, the Chiefs. And the Browns, actually. Those are my three teams. Oh, really? Okay. That I see them losing I to. I think, yeah. I mean, they, they go into most games as the favorite. I think they have a relatively easy schedule when you yeah, look at it. I, I mean, believe so as well. Most games they go into, they should be heavy favorites. 
but this is genuinely such a good team all around. I know the defense was questionable in the playoffs, but they were pretty decent last year. Yeah. Most of these games, they should win. I mean, the Saints, the Lions, uh, Bengals, Bears, Cardinals, Washington, Vikings, uh, most of these divisional games. I mean, they should be winning most of these games. Mm-hmm. You're right. The The Chiefs, the Seahawks, the Rams, the Browns, and the Ravens might be their hardest games. Of, of course, the 49ers as well. But this is a team that feels like a lock for a high seed in the playoffs oh. if there are no serious injuries to yeah. any star players. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. I mean, I feel like every year it feels like every year there's a big question mark and every year they just like, well, we're the Packers. I'm Aaron Rodgers. Of course, I'm going to make the playoffs. Of course, I'm yeah. winning games. Um, it's just this is the last dance, according to Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams, you know, yeah. posting that. So this is they're going to go all out. This is the one last shot that they can try to win a Super Bowl with this team. Yeah, that's that's my biggest question mark is what will the narrative be this year in mm-hmm. Green Bay? Will it be about football in Green Bay or will the story overtake the locker room and overtake emotions where it's actually about what's going to happen with Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams next year? Because the last dance when the Bulls, you know, different sport, but when they publicly said this is the last dance, they were able to rally around that for each other against management. And that worked. Right. What's going to happen here? It doesn't mean it's going to happen the same way. Will any of that get into the locker room? Will it create a negative space? Will it create a positive space? I don't know the answer, but I think that will be a narrative all year long. Do you think you're we're done talking about Aaron Rodgers <laughs> in, in Green Bay and what his future looks like? I think you're poorly mistaken if that's if that's your thought process, you know? Yeah. I think, you know, just to kind of break it down just a little bit more, I don't think it will though. I don't think it will get into the locker room because he doesn't have a problem with the coaches, the players, or anything. He has a problem with the front office. And I think that's the biggest thing. Front office is not on the field talking to Aaron Rodgers, saying, Hey, why don't why didn't you do this and why didn't you do that? No. Nah. No, he, he's not having communication or any of that. He's talking, you know, to his head coach, to his players, to his teammates saying, hey, guys, like, you know, this is this is an us thing. Forget them. Yeah. You know, we're trying to win a ring and we're trying to get paid. Yes, we hate that. We're probably doing this for the organization that devalues us. But, but let's let's prove them wrong. So here's the question, right? In NBA, there's like 11 players on the team, mm-hmm. typically, right? Five players who start. In the NFL, this is a 53-man roster. A lot of these guys probably respect the Green Bay Packers and the management. I mean, a lot of these guys chose to sign there in free agency. So Mm -hmm. it's a little bit different. Like, that's what I'm saying. Will the narrative, will it be us versus them? I don't know if an entire locker room can get behind that. (laughs) Will it be strictly business? You know, it's hard to say. Is there another question mark that you might have? I have one more sub question mark. Yeah, I think if it has to be football related, um, I think of the offensive line. He loses Corey Lindsay. Yeah, um, I guess that was probably the biggest thing he loses in in this offseason. Obviously, they re re-shine, re-sign Aaron Jones. I feel like everyone else kind of comes back on this team, but you know, what's the offensive line going to look like? Is that going to is yeah. is he going to be affected with Corey Lindsay out? Because he was technically the center. You know, he has a lot of chemistry with Aaron yeah. Rodgers, so could be interesting. Lindsley was the top-rated center from PFF last year. Mm-hmm. So losing Lindsley is, is, is a pretty big deal. Maybe it will impact the offense more than people realize. Mm-hmm. I really wanted it to be A.J. Dillon's season. I'm not going to lie. 
I, you know, really? selfishly, I wanted to see AJ Dillon have a chance <laughs> in that backfield to kind of be the guy. Oh, bro. That's and so now funny. it looks it looks a little bit more scarce as an opportunity. I think Fantasy of, deep sleepers. Sorry. I'm sorry. I just think of that video that we made. Aaron Jones is getting traded. And then like yeah. two days later, he resigned. Not traded. I just said he was, he was gone. Like, yeah. No, and then he's, he's he's not two, like two days later, he gets resigned and you make that like yeah. sad video. Yeah. I'm like, GG's. It is what it is. All right. Fantasy deep sleepers on this team. I mean, Randall Cobb, right? Is there, mm-hmm. is that, is that no, who you have? That, that's who I have. There's okay. no one else on this team for me besides Randall Cobb. He's back with Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers said, I'm coming back and you're bringing Randall Cobb with mm-hmm. back for me. And they did yeah. it. Randall Cobb is going to play a huge part, in my opinion. Um, he's, his ADP has continued to rise. Um, I mean, why not? Why not? Yeah. Why not? That that's actually Russell Westbrook's uh, motto. Why not? Okay. Shout out to Russell uh, Westbrook. I think like look, Randall Cobb is the definition of a deep sleeper. You know what I mean? Mm. Like if you think about definition deep sleeper, that is Randall Cobb. What's the last word on these Green Bay Packers for you? My last word. Well, I mean, I asked you, so you should go first. Uh, <laughs> I guess my last word is like I, I'm just thinking of next year. Uh, is Aaron Rodgers going to stay? Is Jordan Love the guy? Where's Aaron Rodgers going to go? It's not necessarily a last word. It's, it's actually questions, questions for you as well. If you want to chime in, you know, are the Packers finally going to be without a franchise quarterback? You know, is Jordan Love that guy? Once again, where's Aaron Rodgers going? It's going to be a huge, you know, end of the 2021 season for the, these Green Bay Packers. I have no idea where Aaron Rodgers is going. Got to be honest. No idea. <laughs> yeah. I think it's safe to say that he's not going to be in Green Bay, but. I mean, this team could look insanely different. That's my last word. In 2022, it's actually crazy how different this team could look. There could be no Aaron Rodgers, no Devontae Adams. I mean, Randall Cobb probably at that point would be like, all right, deuces, let's get out. I mean, he could (laughs) retire with all due respect. Who knows? Uh, Robert Tanyan could be gone. There's a lot, a lot of question marks about this team in 2022. It really feels like Mm -hmm. it's all in. And then let's, let's kind of rebuild from there. All right. I just want to throw this out there, okay? Okay. Just for, for shits and gigs. I'm going to ask you, uh, I'm going to say a statement. I need you to fill in the blank. Okay. Uh-oh. Aaron Rodgers will return to Green Bay in 2022 if, fill in the blank. He can make decisions, franchise decisions for the Green yeah. Bay Packers. Okay, so if he's like a part of those decision-making processes, Absol- like he wants absolutely. to Absolutely. Uh, you know, uh, once again... Like, I was going to say if they win the Super Bowl. Otherwise, I think um, he's gone. No, I think even if he doesn't win the Super Bowl, I do believe he could stay. But like, if they say, Aaron, come sit at the table with us in draft room. Imagine mm. the people that he thought were superstars on other teams that are probably nothing now. Right. Like, that's crazy. He's like, bro, I can make this guy good. Bring him to yeah. me. You yeah. know? Man, yeah. that's crazy. Can we work together? Mm-hmm. Who knows? All right. The Bears were eight and eight last year. This is a team, and I'll be honest, it kind of feels like they're stuck in the middle of the pack right now this year. Yeah. I have them going seven and ten. You have them going. You know, I have I have two. I have one with Andy Dalton. If no, no, no. no. Just give me one. Okay. Six and eleven. Six and eleven. Mm-hmm. Okay, I know. I know we want to play the two different worlds, but we have to play the world where we don't know what's going to happen right. and just predict exactly what we think right, could right, potentially right. happen. This is why. This is why I say seven and ten. You said six and eleven. 
I think they're just stuck in the middle of the pack, in my opinion. Okay. Right. Okay. I yeah. mean, this defense is good, but it's also aging. It's an aging defense. Plus, you lost Kyle Fuller. I think that's a much bigger deal than people realize. Yeah. To Denver. Um, you actually cut him, I think, to make way for other people in free agency. Good pieces on this offense as well. But again, quarterback controversy. Will that take away from the team? What's their goal this year? It's, yeah. it's a middle of the pack team for me. Yeah, I think I'm. What's hard is that their bye week is towards the end of the season, week 10. I mean, right. now that so there's that, no natural way to get fields in there. Yeah, it doesn't feel natural. It feels like, okay, you're either going to cut him or not cut him, take uh, Andy Dalton out probably like week five, week six, and be like, all right, let's throw him in. But every game I feel like for the Bears is hard. You know, Andy yeah. Dalton can win. I think they they lose to the Rams. He can beat the Bengals. Then they can lose to the Browns week three. Yeah. Like it's going to be back and forth where he can win games and then he's going to have a really bad streak because he has Green Bay, Tampa, 49ers, Steelers right before the bye week. Four really tough games for these Bears that, yeah. I mean. It's, it's hard to see them as favorites in most games. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously, the the gimme games is Detroit, but that's a divisional game. Is it really a gimme game? No, there's, right? there's I no mean, gimme games, I feel. Every game is back and yeah. forth. Any team can win, really. Yeah, it's not an easy schedule when you look at it. It is a relatively difficult schedule, especially when you're in the AFC North. Like the Vikings, I mean, you play them twice a year. You're not guaranteed to beat the Vikings. Yeah. So... Biggest question mark, obviously, look, it's Justin Fields, Mm -hmm. right? Are we on the same page? Yeah, absolutely. So when will he start? What will it look like? I mean, training camp, the videos we are seeing out of training camp. Crazy. Sheesh. I mean, we got my guy rolling out to the left and then slinging it like on one foot Mm -hmm. into the back of the end zone. He's actually just a natural. He's he's different. He's built different. Yeah. the, the news, the videos that you say, he's just like, he's throwing the ball deep with ease. Mm-hmm. Like, with ease. Like that. Oh, Looks nice. He just threw an 80 bomb with ease. Like he, 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 he didn't, he didn't have to like cork it back. Oh yeah. So here's uh, a conversation. Matt Nagy, he has to think about his future as a head coach for this team. Yeah. Will he allow Justin Fields to develop or will he hold Justin Fields back because he's overthinking. I mean, I think what we see a lot is people who are in Matt Nagy's position prioritize what's best for my career. Like, how do I maintain this job rather than grow this quarterback into a future star? What do you think will that potentially impact some of his decisions or is he actually going to, you know, do this one right? I think what he's doing is right. You know, I know it may be different for people, but, yes, Andy Dalton is not the most promising quarterback. He did have success um, back in Cincinnati. Uh, but Justin Fields, he's still young. You know, throwing a quarterback into the deep end there when you do have a a veteran quarterback that was semi-successful, let him fail. Yeah. And then bring in this young guy that just brings your team hope. You yeah. know, you, you don't want to start with the hope and then the hope is gone by midseason. And you're like, oh, shit. Yeah. Like, is he not the guy? Shout out to Bob Hope. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Bob Hope. Give us some Bob Hope. Uh, deep sleeper on this team in fantasy. I mean, guy I've been literally raving about all offseason is Darnell Mooney. Mm-hmm. 
I think that's quite obvious. Yeah. I love his game. Is there another player that you might have, or is it, is it Darnell Mooney as well? Uh, it's Darnell Mooney and Cole Komet for, okay, for the yeah. two guys that I have. If you guys don't know, Darnell Mooney, um, we we made a video about him and, and how, why and why we love him and all the overthrown compilations that of with all his quarterbacks. Definitely go watch that because Darnell Mooney can be something special. And for you, Cole Komet, he's a guy that you really like yeah. that can come in. Yes, Jimmy Graham is still there, but we expect Cole Komet to get more work coming into He'll this season. He'll take the next step. Yeah. yeah. I think by far, I think Cole Komet's going to be the more valuable tight end there in Chicago. I think he has what it takes to be a top 10 tight end in fantasy. It just depends if he'll get that workload or not. Mm-hmm. My low-key deep sleeper is Tariq Cohen. And I wow. think in, in PPR leagues, he could retain decent value. I mean, why can't Tariq Cohen have a Naeem Hines type workload yeah. in the offense? Why can't he be mm-hmm. that pass catching back? I know he was injured, but can he not be a Naeem Hines a Chase Edmonds of 2020, maybe he actually carries more value than we potentially realize. Yeah, uh, I definitely agree with you. I think, um, you know, I haven't seen or heard much about Tariq. I would love to see him in a preseason game to see if he's going to yeah. get back onto the field. I would love to see him get hit and get back up to just really understand where he where he at where he's at mentally, where his body is at physically as well. So, I mean, it could be really interesting to see him on the field. All right, last word. What you got? <sighs> You know, I wrote this out and now reading it, it's a really bold statement, but I believe Justin Fields will be the most successful quarterback from the 2021 draft. Hmm. And once again, like it seems like a bold statement, but I just think he's going to be really good. I think he's going to change his organization. He's going to turn it around. Um, good. I, 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 I really like him. I really like him. He's a good quarterback, bro. Yeah, uh, he could be. I, I don't know. I mean, he could be. I'm trying to think of like the nice way to say no. Um, I think he will be a good quarterback. And there is a possibility, you're right, that he is the best quarterback from this draft class. You know what? All five of those quarterbacks have a chance to be the best quarterback from this draft class. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm, Like all of mm -hmm. them have an opportunity to be that guy. I think Justin Fields is the difference between this being a middle-of-the-pack team next year, the same way we're talking about them, or an ascending team in 2022 you know are we talking about them as oof, the bears could be scary this year man like justin fields he is the difference between them being a middle of the pack team no chance at making a super bowl run or hey this team's on the rise oh the man he's mobile when was the last time the bears had a mobile quarterback a long time. I mean, think about the Rex Grossman years. Think about the Jay Cutler years. Bro, ah, this is the guy, not, this is the first time you have a quarterback that can run, that can get out of the pocket, that can use his legs. What's that, that going to look like when it's negative uh, three degrees in Chicago? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, we're going to find out. <laughs> All right. The Vikings went seven and nine last year, finished third in the division. I have them predicted to go nine and eight, finishing second in this division. You have them predicted to wow. go. I actually don't have him that, that high. I have him five and twelve. It, okay, it's really hard and difficult. The, this division, the NFC North, actually has a tough division to play against. If mm-hmm. that makes any sense. Yeah. Um, you know, they play the Seahawks, the Browns once again, the Chiefs. I'm pretty sure they played the the Rams as well, the Chargers. Yeah. Um, this is a hard, hard schedule, bro. The Vikings don't play the Chiefs. They do play the Rams. 
they do play the 49ers, the Packers, obviously because they're in a division, the Chargers, the Ravens, the Cowboys. Yeah, so there are some pretty good teams that they play. Who who I'm interested because what you have what nine and what again? Nine and eight. Who are they beating? Yep. So I think they can beat the Bengals. Mm-hmm. I think they have a chance to beat the Cardinals. Not that they will, but there's definitely a chance that they will. Mm-hmm. I have them beating the Lions, the Panthers. I think that they can beat Dallas. I think that they can beat Detroit again. Um, then they can definitely take one of these Chicago games. Okay. Uh, and then I think they can beat the Steelers as well. So I believe um, oh, that okay. got me to nine. Um, but honestly, I think this team is is better than you're giving them credit for. Maybe no, we view this team a little bit different, no, differently. But I don't. Actually, I do believe this team is better. Um, it does have a good offense. It has a decent, a def, a decent defense. I, I looked at this schedule and I was like, how can these guys be any yeah. win any games? It's really hard. I think they have a chance to make the wild card i think they're going to be fighting the entire year for a wild card spot there'll be a team that starts off three and three or they're three and four and then they're five and five and you know i think they're going to be fighting for that wild card the entire year okay i like what they did in free agency i like bringing in patrick peterson yeah he's an older cornerback but this is still a guy who has the iq to play as an elite cornerback richard sherman Last couple of years, he still played as an elite cornerback because he had the IQ. So bringing in a guy like Patrick Peterson, a couple other additions that they had to this defense. By the way, Mike Zimmer is a defensive minded coach, so they should be better in 2021. I mean, typically Zimmer coach teams are stout defensively. So yeah. I think he's going to have done whatever they needed to do this offseason to figure that part of their team out. But for me, I think this team is, yeah, I mean, the talent is everywhere. Yeah. Kirk Cousins is a good quarterback. Then you got Thielen. You got Justin Jefferson, Dalvin Cook. I mean, this offensive loan alone should, should keep you in games. So yeah. I think they got a great chance to win at least nine games. Okay. Now, look, they might not, but I think they have a chance to to go to the wild card this year. Okay. Yeah. Like be once that again, last team that makes it in. Yeah. Once again, I, I agree with the talent. It's just hard for me to see them winning any of these these tough, um, you know, end of the year games. They have a yeah. bye week pretty early, week seven, and then it's a tough stretch at the end. There, really, really tough. So, yeah. Um, I couldn't get them to that point, but I do see where you're coming from. What's your biggest question mark for this team? For me, is are they going to throw the ball more? Yeah, you get Justin Jefferson. You have Adam Thielen. You know, Irv Smith has been the talks of the town and the Twitterverse here, saying he's a good tight end. Yeah, is Kirk Cousins going to? Is this offense going to be switching? Yes, Dalvin Cook is is extreme. He's amazing, but like, this was a, this was really a run first team for a very long yeah. time. Yes, they had Adam Thielen. Yes, they have Stephon Diggs. Stephon Diggs didn't really shine there. Thielen has always kind of shined in some sort of way but mm. surely they have to throw the ball more now with Justin Jefferson as talented as he is on this team yeah I mean let's not forget how this team started last year mm. right I mean this team was really really bad early on I don't even remember they won like I, I need to double check on this but I think they won like two games out of their first seven or or six and then they still finished the year seven and eight I don't think they need to change their offensive strategy. I think they figured it out last year. Like towards the end of the year, I think we saw 
a lot of answers to that offense. Dalvin Cook still being Dalvin Cook. Mm-hmm. But hey, here's how we get Justin Jefferson and in Adam Thielen involved on the same page. Right. So right. this team, towards the end of the year, I think they figured out a lot of things uh, that they needed to figure out going into this year. My biggest question mark, though, is Kellen Mond. I mean, what what do we make of this draft selection? <laughs> Will there be, you know, pressure on Kirk Cousins this year? Will there be, you know, let's say they start two and seven. Will there be chance for Kellen Mond to have a chance? Like this could be a team, like you said, that starts off bad. What will the reaction be? Will the fans want to see Kellen Mond? Will management want to see Kellen Mond? Will that play any part in this year's team? I don't know. It's, but it is a question I think we need to think about. You know, I, I, don't, I don't think so this year. I think Kirk Cousins, you're right. He is a good quarterback. He knows how to win games, but he also knows how to lose games. Um, so Kirk Cousins, I think he has one more year in his contract. If any, if any time... I think he has more. Let me double check, though. I'm pretty sure he just signed a contract last year. All right, yeah, well, I, I, if, 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 if I'm correct and he only has one more year in his contract, I think we'll see Kellen Mond by the end of next year if this Vikings team is not going as good as, you know, I expect them to go. So, so he has this year and he has next year, and then he's an unrestricted free agent in 2023. Yeah, so we'll see. We'll see. We'll Kellen see. Mond, though, I don't think it's – I'm not worried about him this year. I'd be surprised okay. if he gets on the field, honestly. I don't know, man. I mean, the conversations and the storylines that can develop if you draft a rookie quarterback and then your team starts off really poorly, just something to watch. Just something to watch, okay? Yeah. I don't think it's the right decision, but it could happen. Now, who yeah. is your deep sleeper? Is there really any other deep sleeper other than Irv Smith? Is there anyone else that we should really be looking out for? I, I, it's hard to see another one. Well, honestly, for me, I do have Irv Smith, but the other guy is... Kirk Cousins himself, you know. Okay. Yeah. I mean, he's once again, it's not a massive deep sleeper, but I believe this offense is going to change. I believe they're going to throw the ball a lot more. I think Kirk Cousins has the capability to throw the ball. Um, yeah. And kind of make these, obviously, he can clearly make somebody fantasy relevant, like a Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen. I think they both finish in the top 10, top 15 in wide receivers. He has the opportunity to, to kind of turn this around. It's, it's all on him, really. So, I think for me, Kirk Cousins sometimes goes undrafted. Maybe he take his, he can take a late round shot on him. So I like yeah. Kirk Cousins as a a streaming yeah. quarterback or just a late rounder if you want to take a shot on him. What's the last word here? I don't really have one. Okay, I, know, I, I got know, one. I know it it's sounds, pretty much it's pretty much the conversation I already started. Yeah, exactly. So, is there a timetable on Kirk Cousins in Minnesota? Is there a timetable? Two years left on the contract. You just drafted Kellen Mond. Maybe you have created a timetable. I mean, will Kirk Cousins be on this team in four years? I don't know the answer to that question. I genuinely don't know the answer to that question. What about you? I I agree with you. I I don't know the answer to that question. I don't think the answer is Kellen Maybe I'm too early because I, I ha- not that I haven't seen enough tape of Kellen Mond. I need to see him. You know, preseason would be a good time for me to actually see what he can do uh, on the NFL field um, with his team. But yeah, it, I, I think Kirk Cousins does have some time left. If he does get a contract extension, it'll probably just resign one year, maybe a two year. But I, I doubt that's going to happen. Okay, the Lions were five and eleven last year. Oh boy. finished last in this division. I have them predicted to go three and fourteen. 
You uh, have uh, them projected to go. I'm right there with you, three and fourteen. Yeah, if, I mean, there's so bro, many question marks on this team. Uh, there's so many question marks on the team, but once again, this division is a hard division. Yeah. You know, yeah, they don't go into any game as a favorite. If no. we're honest, no, not at all. I think three is almost generous. You know, like I, I think that the games I have them having a chance to win, like no disrespect, but they could potentially beat the Eagles. Maybe mm-hmm. the Bengals. They could maybe take one or two of these uh, Division divisional games. games. You can yeah. never count out divisional games. Mm-hmm. Maybe the Falcons. I still think the Falcons are a good team, so probably not. But yeah. it's hard to see this team even like dreaming about going to the playoffs this year. No, no. At least for me, there's no way I see them going. I'll be really surprised, and if they are, if they do go to playoffs, shout out to to them because wow. They must Dan they, Campbell. Yeah, they won a lot of games and they beat a lot of good teams. But yeah. the schedule is hard, in my opinion. It is hard. Sheesh. And there's question marks pretty much everywhere on this team. Mm-hmm. Literally everywhere on this team except for the offensive line. Honestly. Like this is probably the, if you're a Lions fan, what's the one thing that you can hold on hope for? It's your offensive line. This is potentially one of the, you know, not best, but it's a it's a top fifteen. It's a top fifteen offensive line. You got Frank Ragno and Pene Sewell two pillars of an offensive line, which is a massive part to a team and their success. Biggest question mark for me, look, I mean, I think it's the question mark of Detroit. Can Jared Goff be the franchise quarterback? Can right. he can he be that person? I believe this year is an audition year for Jared Goff. Right. Can he audition well enough to keep that job next year? Because we both think they're going to be pretty bad, which means yeah. they will have a chance to draft amongst the quarterbacks next year in 2022. So that's, I feel like, the storyline we're going to be talking about most of the year. Yeah, look, I, I I agree with you. I think one thing, I have a little bit more hope for Jared Goff, but I can't completely understand where you're coming from. You know, Jared Goff had a good team. You know, he had a lot of good talent around him in L.A. Yes, defense was better, maybe. The talent around him was better. He didn't have to make extremely hard throws. He didn't have to make extremely hard decisions sometimes. He also had Sean McVay, one of the best offensive-minded coaches ever. Yeah, so, like, he had everything right for him. So, you're right, this is an audition. But I think he does have the opportunity to kind of shine a little bit. Yes, 3-14 and means they will be in contention of all these quarterbacks. But um, I still think they'll probably keep with him unless they draft a a it's quarterback. hard to see, man. Uh, unless it's hard they, to see. Unless they draft the quarterback and maybe late first, something mm-hmm. like that, and then they have him sit for a year or two. What about week seven? Okay. At the Los Angeles Rams, it's the revenge game for Jared Goff. Imagine Jared Goff goes out and lights up L.A. just because he has that, like, out-of-body experience. I mean, it could be. It could, he could, but... I mean, it's hard to hard to picture Sam Darnold. I mean, not Sam. Yeah. Matthew Stafford is going to be same thing. Yeah. Just the revenge game yeah, for true. both. So, all right, deep sleepers on this team. Who you got? Same Brown. Fantasy deep sleepers. Same Brown. Yeah, I know you have somebody different, but um, for me, it's Saint Brown. I think he he is the, he's the guy. He's going to play the slot. I think once again he can play the Cooper Cup, um, you know, role here in Detroit, where Jared Goff is just comfortable throwing the ball to him. Um, so I like St. Brown a lot. Yeah. I have St. Brown on this list as well, but I figured you would say him. So I'm going to put Quintus Cephas on this team as mm-hmm. well. He is a deep, deep sleeper. He should only be drafted in Dynasty. And uh, this is a guy who out of Wisconsin has shown some some promise, has shown some talent. 
especially in camp this year. He has shown uh, a lot to this coaching staff. So it'll be interesting to see. I mean, right now, going into preseason, he's actually the wide receiver three on this team on the mm-hmm. depth chart. St. Brown is actually wide receiver four. So who knows? I mean, let's be honest. Tyrell Williams, Brashad Perryman, are they going to hold their positions on that depth chart this year? Are they going to be healthy enough to hold their position on the depth chart this year? Yeah, who um, knows, but there's so, an opportunity for these guys to get involved for sure. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. What's the last word for these Detroit Lions, Badaki? You know, it's funny that you were talking about Rashad Perryman and, you know, Tyrell Williams. My final word is who's going to be their top tier wide receiver, you mm. know? Um, and I was actually kind of went a little bit deep in, into this thought process was, they need to either trade for somebody, get somebody free agency, or draft somebody. Okay. And free agency, people that are available next year, Juju, Alan, I mean, yeah. Alan Robinson's really hard because it's in the division. Chris Godwin, Cortland Sutton. Those are the top okay. wide receivers at the moment, I guess you can say, you um, that are going to be free agents next year. I bet all those guys are looking at next year, free agency, and saying, how do I get to Detroit? How do I make this happen? Oh, yeah, no doubt about it. I mean, who, <laughs> who wouldn't want to live there? <laughs> nah. But, How do um, I get to the Motor City? Um, yeah, I mean, it'd be interesting to see what, what Amon Ross St. Brown is as well. Like, can he can he actually reach the star level slot receiver that we think he could be? Mm-hmm. Um, my last word is just kind of sad. I mean, will Detroit ever catch a break? Like, will this franchise ever catch a break, man? It's got to be... <laughs> I mean, as a Washington fan, I mean, since I've been born, wow. we've never won the Super Bowl. I mean, we've had like a couple of years where we've been competitive. But I feel you, Detroit. If you're Detroit, I feel you, man. I feel mm-hmm. the pain. I feel the sorrow. And I'm with you. I'm standing with you saying, will you ever catch a break? I hope. I hope for your sake you do. Uh, Matthew Stafford was the light at the end of the tunnel a long time ago. Now look mm-hmm. at him. It was like, in Matthew Stafford, we believe. And... Just never, never recovered from there, unfortunately. Mm. So I'm, I'm, I really hope for you, Detroit fans, that there, there is hope and light at the end of this tunnel. Hopefully, I doubt it. Hopefully, <laughs> wow, <laughs> what a somber way to end the podcast, bro. We're gonna be like, yeah, I remember when Detroit Lions were really bad. What is this? The- are you, are you sixty years old or something? Yeah, I'm sixty years old, and I probably have an Australian accent because I lived in Australia the whole time. I and- feel like. When you're 60, you still talk pretty normally, though. <laughs> I, I, it's so hard to see them doing anything, but you're right. I mean, hopefully. Yeah. All right, guys. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. But Aki, did you enjoy talking about this? I love it. I love talking about this. I love these casual conversations where we can just talk crap about other people's teams or hype other people's teams up, honestly. Yeah. Like, yeah. It must be fun. I will. I Vikings, will. bro. Vikings are gonna make the playoffs, and that's interesting. You know, I'm glad that we disagreed because I, bro, this division plays a lot it's of tough. good teams. Yeah, it yeah, is man. tough. It, it, it's a tough one. So, um, it's no easy breezy, beautiful cover girl. But <laughs> I think though, I think it's gonna be a good division. All right, we got bounce back players or just bad players on the podcast tomorrow. We're gonna be talking about Dak, Joe Burrow. Say Say, Zeke, Austin Eckler, Kenny G, mm-hmm. OBJ, Cortland Sutton, George Kittle. We're going to be talking about it all tomorrow. Oh, boy. On the podcast. Anything you want to say to close the show, Badaki? Patreon, Patreon, Patreon. Sign up to the leagues. Please sign mm-hmm. up to the leagues. We cannot wait. We're, the countdown's really 30 days. 
30 mm-hmm. days left, man. So we yeah. want to get these leagues filled and running. So if you haven't joined, join. And if you have any questions, please message us on Discord or Instagram, wherever is easiest for you. And we can kind of talk you through it. Yep. All righty, y'all. We'll see you tomorrow. See you there. See you there. Hey, yeah, you, the one listening to this podcast, you made a good decision today. Keep making those good decisions. You know what? Go ahead and do a little dance right now like no one's watching because you, you deserve it.